Welcome back. Oh my god. Whoa, that was a bad time for a, <coughs> for a frog in the old throat. Vocal cords are dusty. We've been talking for the past 20 minutes and this has never happened. As soon as he speaks into it, it does it. Happen now. As you were saying. I'm Dakota. And it's Tyler. And we're back, bitches. And a, some people had a fun-filled weekend. Mm-hmm. That made them not wake up. On Sunday, <laughs> in time to be home. So we we missed the episode on Sunday. We did. We did. Which means you missed the episode on Sunday. Because it didn't happen. You missed us? Here we are. But it's Wednesday. And we're it back. is Wednesday. November it 10th. It is the 10th, yes. You're right. Well, we've got a whole shitload to unpack and uh, not a lot of time to do it. Nah, we'll figure it out. So we'll try to skim on through it all. Mm-hmm. Arkansas basketball kicked off. It did. Officially. Had me fucking worried for a little while. It's Arkansas still. They're good, but it's Arkansas. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. 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 Lots of NFL news to talk about. Many controversies. There is many. actually said it correctly. <laughs> there are controversies. We got... We don't have time to go through all the recaps. There are a few games we need to talk about. We'll hit a couple of games. We got some precaps for college. Lots of precaps. Got some UFC talk. UFC. Man, Dakota, watch that shit. UFC did happen. It was uh-huh. pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, and Dakota said he's got a little NBA, yeah, too. Yeah, we got a little NBA controversies well. I have not watched a single fucking game, but Dakota has some controversy notes. Yep. I, on the other hand, can only think of the release of Battlefield 2024 that happens this Friday. It's all I care about right now other than Odell Beckham. So, um, let's go ahead and kick it off there, Dakota. What the fuck did you do this weekend anyways? You said you oh, had a fun-filled weekend. What the fuck we doing? No, Emily had a fun-filled weekend. No. We, we had a boys weekend. Use daddy duty. It was girls weekend. It's only Saturday, Mr. Dad. They went over. Mr. Mom, I fucked it up. We watched. What did we watch? I don't know. No, no, no. We watched some watched Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. And then we watched several. Did you watch Arkansas game on your phone? We wa- no, we watched on TV. How? What do you mean? How'd you see it on the TV? On the ESPN Plus. How the on fuck do you get ESPN Plus on the damn? Oh, the yeah, the newer TV. You can toss it on there, huh? Yeah. But watch that. Watch Ferdinand, of course. Because Wade got the first pick. You watch, you watch who? Always be Ferdinand. <laughs> Uh, what else? we watched Lion King, watched a little Zootopia, trying to get him some new movies because we've watched mm. Ferdinand seventy thousand fucking times. Yep, not a shot at Ferdinand, still good. Meanwhile, the wife's out there just gallivanting, having a good old time. Oh, the wife, the sisters, the mom, the aunts, everybody—they had a great time. Girls night out over there. It was supposed to be it was a youth hunt last weekend, so we were supposed to be me and Tate were supposed to go hunting, and Kim was going to watch Wade. Mm-hmm. Girls' weekend is always the same weekend as youth season because. We're gone. Right. Except we didn't go. So we're going hunting this weekend, and we stayed home and had a boys weekend. Well, that's very we, good. We play video games. We watch movies. Yep. Mostly family stuff over here, too. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Watched a whole lot of sports. Bunch fucking around with the kids. Three of them, so there's plenty of that to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I got nothing else on the weekend. It was pretty chill. Yeah. I got slapped in fantasy. Well, uh, we, we did watch the... The UFC fights. We did. Obviously, that we did watch the UFC again. fights. That was good. Mm-hmm. Those were actually, actually, really, don't ask why I said actually, actually. <laughs> it was actually really good fights. I, mean, I don't typically tune in. I'm, I will tune in for Patty the Batty at any, at any time. <laughs> Apparently, he will be fighting in March is what he thinks. So, I guess they're going to have a UFC match in Europe. 
That's what he said. Dana White's and got in the works mm-hmm. some uh, a fight in Europe, and he said, "I will be, I will be fighting that if that happens." Still waiting on Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know. He was on. He might have got lost in the woods. He was on the I don't know what happened. <laughs> he was on the Ultimate Fighter, and I expected right after that he would pick back up again. But we'll see. Yeah. Anytime well, that happens, I'm there. But uh, again, like we always say, appreciate y'all for listening to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did have several people message and ask what the fuck happened to the last episode? That's good. That's always good. Yep. 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 We apologize. So uh, again, shout out to everywhere. I'm starting to see. We're starting to see some some movement down, even in the Utah, Nevada area, right where we have had nothing, and lots of movement up in Wyoming. And of course, shout out to the Brussels and the the uh, Dublin area. Seeing more reds over there. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick to see reds in other places, and pretty much the whole south and east coast, all the way up to the northeast, Which is, is just super glowing. Odd, but love it. So I appreciate the shit out of all y'all. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to talk about? You want to talk some controversy? Sure. Let's just dive right into the controversy. Odell Beckham's about to be a chief. No, he's not. Dakota hates it. Uh, my brother hates it. Anybody who knows a Chiefs fan hates it. Yeah, it also doesn't Because they help. want us to suffer. It also doesn't fix your team. You can't hold us down. Your team's holding your team down. No, Odell's flying with oh, us. Oh, okay. Well, he's he's going to turn us around. Fly right into 9 and 8. Nope. Fly right into... Got a quarterback sneak right into your end zone. <laughs> well. No. Uh, is Odell better than Mecole Hardman and uh, Demarcus Robinson? Probably. There's no problem. It's without a doubt. The fact that you literally sat there and thought about it is no, how bad you don't want probably, him to be a chief. I don't know. It has nothing to do with him being a chief. I don't care where he goes. I'm not. I, I there is no. There is nothing to show me that he is still the same guy. Could he be? Absolutely. Do I have any visual proof to see that? There's no. twelve minutes of him get, being open. That not enough. Him getting open and him being able to kick because he also I also he doesn't get the ball. drop a lot of balls. He did because he never got the fucking ball. So the <laughs> rare opportunities where he did, he put it <laughs> so down. He fell asleep on the field. Yeah, he's tired of it. Yeah, he's sick so of it. He merely checked see out. Him not do that. Then I'll say yes. He's still very good. The Chiefs are sleeping right now. They're bored. They have. They are. They are just that slump thing that they talked about happening to teams. A hundred percent has happened. <laughs> we are bored. Andy Reid is not rejuvenating this. Now they say, they say that he was trying to. This year he announced that he was going to let Eric Bieniemy make a lot more of the decisions, run a lot more of the plays, be uh be more involved. He's trying to he's trying to roll him out and debut him for a head coaching job. He's trying to help him. Is what he said he was going to do before the year started. I didn't know that that would in, uh, mean that we did absolutely nothing new on offense. Well, putting, we would never run the ball, and we would only do the same plays over and over again. Making being me making it public knowledge. It's time that he's to pull that play shit. calls and then stinking is not going to help him. He didn't get do it play. right now. No, no, I know. That's yeah, he saying. did it way earlier. Putting it out early and then stinking definitely not going to help him get a head coaching job. That's fine. Maybe is that's he, why he didn't get hired on purpose. I, I mean, he didn't get hired. He if a but interview is, for, but is he doing it on purpose? Andy Reid sabotages. So he him. stays here. He says, "Hey, just so you know, Bienemy's making the play calls, and then stink. We suck. All right, now I'm taking it back over. Here we go. And then you get to keep Bienemy. Uh, do you think he's doing the same for the defensive coordinator? No, I think he stinks. <laughs> I think he just stinks. Yes. Listen, we are in a daze right now. We are fucking. I don't know what the fuck is happening. They are struggling. Mahomes does not look good. He looks like he wants to do a home run every single play, and it's backfiring. Mm-hmm. You know a way to fix that? Put some fucking life in the locker room. Put some fucking new... Oh, shit. Before Fucking Odell Beckham's... He's here? I know what you're going to say, and before you say that it, I'm going to acknowledge... It, I understand it's not the same thing, but everybody got super excited about Josh Gordon, too, and that did dick. Yeah, well, we like to think that uh, he was 2015 Josh Gordon coming to us. I agree. 
That we is have my seen whole him, argument. We have seen him start to get some more plays at least. He's actually getting on the field a little bit more, which I think will will turn into a little bit more success. But For sure. If and, you keep throwing the ball to Miko fucking Harbin <laughs> and Demarcus Robinson, I don't know what to tell you. But similar to, the, like, if Josh Gordon, I think, obviously, Josh Gordon does not look like 2015 Josh Gordon. Right. If he came out this weekend and turned back into him, would I be shocked? No. I think he's same playing logic, back into shape. Same logic with Odell Beckham. Like, if he came over to some any new team. At least you don't have to worry about the shape he's in. But went to, No, but I wasn't worried about the shape that Josh Gordon's in. He's, he's a fucking specimen of a two human. years. Chad Johnson played in how many years? But if he came out and just... He would get hit once and break. Maybe. But if he came out and was just burning everybody still, wouldn't shock me. Like, they're just, they're just freak humans that should not be in the shape that they're in. We know the difference. It's like what they talk about when they say there's... Being in good shape and then football shape. Correct. Absolutely. Go muscles and show muscles. Absolutely. But Odell Beckham is in great shape. He's just had a mental fucking hurdle being in Cleveland. Now he gets a new life, and they can also stake their claim with the whole holy shit. He, thanks to him, our offense improved. Thanks to him, we have new life. Now he can get a, either a bigger deal that he wants to get after the end of the season or whatever. He could literally be the reason that Kansas City turns around because he would be the person that they, holy shit, he did it. He could. And I get this very different situation, but he developed a mental block in New York. He maintained it, and it got worse in Cleveland. I'm not saying Cleveland is Kansas City, but Cleveland was as high as they've ever been when he went there. And that mental block never went away. Like, I, I know it got drastically worse here recently, but he he was never the same in Cleveland from the day he got there. Oh, and for all y'all that are saying, uh, look how good Cleveland did without Odell, just so you know, Baker Mayfield completed six passes to wide receivers the entire game. I think the narrative, look how good they've done without Odell, has been more than this weekend. Like, this is since he's been out. Like, it, it, their offense has not gotten worse with him being out. No, no, and that's, that's not what I'm trying to pitch. they're a run-heavy offense. No, I'm just not trying to pitch this whole, look, Baker's better without him. He's just, oh, I'm not, I will not sit here and try no. to argue for Baker. There's a reason Baker still hasn't got a fucking extension. <laughs> he's on the, what, the fifth year of his uh, rookie deal? Uh, maybe, I know it's the last year. Well, is it the and last I know year the first year you get a plus the option, one. or I think they picked up the option for twenty million this year. Is what they said, maybe at the beginning of this year. I mean, they're going to pay him. There's a reason they haven't, but 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 they're going to. But now let's. I'll talk about the other teams that are being talked about, and the one there's only one other one that I like. The other teams that they're talking about are the Saints, which makes no sense to me. They have Trevor Simeon at quarterback, and even before then, they had Jameis Winston. I don't understand it. It's because Sean Payton is notoriously, or he has been historically good at handling that. Strong personalities. Like all he has to do defensive. is look at the production from all the wide receivers right there that have been there all year and look at their numbers. Nothing. Yeah, but... You, they, you think it's going change? But they've had one... They, like, they have one guy with talent, that person always does well. Mm. Slant like Marquise maybe. Colston was... That was 35 well, years ago. That was their number one before, unless I'm missing somebody, before Michael Thomas. Like, they haven't had... Willie Sneed looked very good in New Orleans. Well, he's, and he's not. Because they had the slant daddy. They don't have Drew Brees no more. Well, th- regardless, like I think Trevor Simeon, right now, he has not looked terrible. Probably I'll say that. equal to Drew Brees late in, the, in his career. Yes. I don't want to hear anybody. What well, fuck? Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. Fuck off. I'm talking about last year. Yeah, not good. And if you have James Winston, even better for a number one because he can throw the ball down the field. I think it's only because he has relationships with people that are there. It's probably it's because like know, Louisiana, Kamara. like that's yeah. it. So he can go back home. Yeah, and. The other team is they're talking about is the Patriots. I don't think there's actually a realistic chance that God, happens. God, I hope he goes there. Um, he would die there. He, uh, 
You'd love I, to see it. I, I would not because I like Odell. I refuse to think that he's not what he used to be. He may not be. I just can't. My, my brain can't. I just can't believe it. Like my my logic with him going, my want him to go to the Patriots and fail has nothing to do with his ability to play football. It's because he developed those issues in in New York, right, wrong, or indifferent. Forced his way out. Got they get, got sent to Cleveland, which at that time was still a death sentence. Like you're fine. We want to get out. We'll send you to fucking Cleveland. Cleveland became a good team. His issues still continued, and now he literally gets to pick where he goes. And this motherfucker picks a team. Did where you he, pull my Tyson? You did. This, this motherfucker. <laughs> my fucking tooth stuck to my lip. If he picks a team where he continues to not be able to be great, fuck him. If you choose that and you force your way out of two teams, you're a dickhead. The the other team if, they're trying to talk about Seattle, but oh, I, everything, I, everything I've seen, everything I've seen said it's only fucking Green Bay, Kansas City, and New Orleans. Everything, yeah, and everything I've seen said if they if Green Bay made him an acceptable offer, he's taking it. They already offered him a veterans minimum. I know, but that's not an acceptable offer. That's what I'm saying. If they offer something, and I don't think they will, mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Whoa, they got to." No, they don't, because every fucking mm-hmm. trade deadline, every off season, we expect them. The all, Packers all have a good need. thing on their side. Their record, they're winning. They look great. Right. They have that all on their side. So it's like, hey, I'm going to get him a veteran's minimum just because I'll put, you know, I'll, I'll try. Let's see what happens. Yeah, the problem is... If you don't get him, you're fine because your team is still good. You're still worried in the back of your mind. Maybe he is that cancer. Maybe it is what ruins us. So I'm only going to do a minimum. But it, it wouldn't matter if he was... Kansas City doesn't give a fuck. They're all hands on deck. By the book. Like, they won't pick him up because they think they're fine. When in reality, when you get down to the NFC Championship, any, like, any glaring weakness they've had in the draft and free agency. So everybody's talked about... Calls. Their Ladies. secondary and their number two receiver. If they had gotten addressed either one of those in the last three years, they don't lose back to back NFC championships. This team being clearly the team that we want him to, I want him to go to, and I think the only real threat to him not coming to Kansas City is the team that we're talking about right now. Yeah, but would it Green shock Bay. you if he ends up with the Patriots? Yes, it because they be. have a rookie quarterback, and they. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a fit, and I'm not saying you should want it just because it's the Patriots and Bill Belichick is involved. It would not shock me if it's like, oh, he's with the Patriots. The Saints would shock me. That's the one that would shock me. In and, my opinion, and that's knowing that that's like obviously he wants to come home, but to what expense? Like you're you're complaining about these teams that you've been a part of, and you're going to intentionally you're gonna go get to a, a team deal that stinks because that, you want to go home. You're not going to get a max deal after going to the Saints and struggling. Not going to happen. I don't know that he gets a max deal for. I mean, if he goes somewhere other, and looks really well for the rest of this year, going into next season as a free agent, you think you're going to get a max deal getting? 42 catches for 250 yards yeah, the rest but, this year. But that's the thing. The draw for him on the Giants was like, that's an average offense, and he is a superstar. And then if he goes, he went to the Browns, who on paper is a loaded offense and had less production, whether it be because of Baker or not. And I think it, it that's a huge part of it. But then if he goes to a stack team and does above average, like how does that justify a bad team giving him a huge contract? Like at this, like you could argue this because of the system or scheme or even Green Bay, the quarterback. Like it, it's gonna be, you can even be hard pressed for like somebody like the Jaguars to give him a shit ton of money because they can't utilize him just like Cleveland can't. I I think the only two options here are Green Bay and Kansas City. If he's smart, those are the only two options. I think Aaron Rodgers is. I think what Aaron Rodgers has done going against this curve right now, of the whole you know sit down and shut up if you're not back in this narrative, you know what I mean? Like oh you're unvaxxed, all oh, your piece of shit. Like he's going against all these narratives and speaking for himself like he always does. I think that's the kind of shit Odell likes. I really do. I don't know what the fuck And I think he likes that offense. I know he likes Aaron Rodgers. We know he likes Devontae Adams. I think that would work fucking fantastic. Y'all might think what I'm saying is that, but I don't add up. 
Who cares what Aaron Rodgers just? I think that's the kind of shit Odell likes. Yeah, having a like, quarterback that will literally speak against what the media tells him to to defend either his people, which he has done before, or himself. He will do it. When's Odell ever had anybody that'll fucking fess up and and try to try to help Odell or like publicly tell the media like, hey, that was my fault, not his. But when's Never. La- when's the last time Odell was on a team where he was not the best receiver? Because he wouldn't be. I, I don't know. Because like AB, like I, for all we know, it could be equal. I'm telling you, Odell is not done. I'm not. No, he's not equal to. Devontae Adams. I'm telling you. A.B. like Juju when he got there, and then he started getting the shine, and he fucking hated his guts. Like, still hates Well, everybody guts. said that A.B. wouldn't be the best receiver on Tampa's team. He looks just as good as everyone that's on that team. I also think Antonio Brown was way better than Odell Beckham. Ooh, we're going to disagree on that one. I don't think a lot of people would. I am very biased when it comes to this, because I have never seen a receiver like Odell Beckham in my life. So, I just refuse to think him going to Cleveland for two years, not getting the fucking ball means he stinks. I know you don't think he stinks. I know you don't think he stinks. I'm saying that's what the that's what the media and everybody's trying to drag through right now. He's overrated. He's washed. He's not himself. He's not who he used to be. That's what everybody's doing to him right now. Well, and I'm the, telling you, same, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes will fix that. Well, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers will, fix, will that. fix that. But <laughs> I don't know about Patrick Mahomes right now, and that's my favorite like player. What Aaron Rodgers is doing with Randall Cobb. A great example. And I'm not saying Odell and Randall Cobb. I'm going to hear you out. What I'm saying is Randall Cobb with Houston. Houston was dead. Like, he was just playing out the rest of his career, however long he wanted to play. He went to the backers, and now he's being extremely useful right now. He didn't do anything other than that one game where he had two touchdown catches. He, he is utilizing him when he needs him. He's money. And that's not going to get him anywhere on any other team. I don't think because of Aaron Rodgers. Odell gets there. I don't think Randall Cobb sees the fucking field. Randall Cobb will. It'll be Allen. It'll be Allen Lazard, Odell Beckham, and Devontae Adams. It'll be the same reason that the Rodgers advocates for Valdez Scantling and for fear of fucking up his name. They call him EQ. That's what I'm gonna call him because Equinarius Brown, whatever the fuck, Saint, whatever the fuck his name is. You get it. I couldn't believe they haven't been using uh, Rodgers as much as they. I thought he was fantastic in college. Clemson receiver, right? But came it's, in it's there because Rodgers likes his fucking guys. Like it's he, yeah. he obviously has it. I'm and Rodgers fucked up by coming in that game right before Aaron Rodgers got um sat down for COVID because mm-hmm. Rodgers got to play a lot because Devontae was out. Right. Boy, he was giving the Rodgers the ball all the time and he dropped the ball several times. And Aaron Rodgers looked at him like he wanted to kill him. Or take the rights to his last name back. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah. He looked over and said, God damn. To to the floor whenever Buddy dropped it on the goal line. He, oh man, it was a it was one of those routes where the receivers just supposed to like mirror the line of scrimmage, run to the side from the two yard line, just run down the line of scrimmage, catch a turn, and run it in. He's he never, started running up towards the goal line. And Aaron Rodgers threw where it's supposed to be, and he looked at him like he was gonna rip his fucking. I don't face imagine off. he's had a ton of reps catching balls from Aaron Rodgers, but I guarantee you he's never had anybody throwing the ball that hard. Mm mm. Mm mm. And with Aaron being able to throw it before you are ready before you, before you come out of your breaks, like you turn around and the ball's coming at you that fast, I imagine it takes some time to get used to. And I would think at this point, well, I say at this point, Aaron would be used to the lag for rookie receivers catching up, but how many rookie receivers have they drafted with him there? I also think he would rather be in the NFC than the AFC. Who? Odell. I don't know, dude. Just a personal thought. I that, mean, that's my, that's my whole thing on this. I don't want to spend too much time on it because we're going to get not get to hit all the shit we want to hit. But... You well before we get off of the Aaron Rodgers ish controversy too is uh, State Farm came out and said yeah we're not fucking canceling yep. the deal fuck them yep because the cancel culture did their thing Aaron Rodgers spoke up and said that he did what's best for his body 
Uh, he consulted some media or some uh, medical professionals. They went against the whole vaccine thing. Who cares? Also, this whole narrative is like, oh, he lied to everybody. The fucking Packers, the entire time, have known that, and he has wore a mask around the facility, but now the Halloween party, whatever. But he's he has conducted himself as if he was an unvaccinated player the entire season yep. up to this point. Because you just found out about it, now he's coming back. Fuck off. Oh, in the press conference, he didn't have a mask on. He was way more than six feet away from everybody and in a room full of everyone being vaccinated. Why are unvaccinated players being demonized? Because I'm going to remind y'all, what did they do to Cole Beasley? They drug his ass through the fucking mud for saying he's not getting vaccinated. What about McKenzie that's on their team as well? Drug his ass through the mud, looked up the videotapes every time he was walking around unmasked. Schefter blasted the shit. Oh, look, we found video of him walking on. He got fine after fine after fine. If you guys look at the wording, it's a it's a notorious CNN thing. Schefter and those these guys do it too. unvaccinated player. So and so test positive for covid. But then when Saquon Barkley tests positive for covid. Saquon Barkley test or Saquon Barkley is in health and safety protocols. Are you oh, are you, are you fucking kidding vaccinated. me? He's vaccinated. Oh, I, I I sent I took a screenshot of my trending, and it said Saquon Barkley safe and healthy or uh, safety and health regulation thing, whatever protocol. Aaron Rodgers unvaccinated player. Sp- Either way, it should have never been. It's horseshit. Who gives a flying fuck what your vaccination status is? This is not the old times where the where the Jews have to walk around with a little yellow symbol on their fucking identification. This is fucking ridiculous. Is Aaron Rodgers right? To not be vaccinated. He didn't fucking lie to anybody. When he said, I'm immunized, you guys forget that Fauci changed the fuck. I'm not going to get too political. But you guys forget that Fauci and them literally changed the, the term vaccination. It was immunized before. Then they realized that this didn't actually keep you safe from the virus. They changed it to vaccinated. You guys aren't realizing that. Aaron Rodgers is, he's not doing anything fucking wrong. Leave him alone. Who gives a fuck what someone chooses to do with their own body? Move on, people. Good Lord, I'm, I'm I'm glad we're in Arkansas because it's not that crazy here. But good grief. Yeah, they got out of control real fast. What's interesting is that he can, he's able to come back Saturday and Russell Wilson got the pins out of his fingers, so they're mm-hmm. both going to be thrown right back mm-hmm. into it. I put them on Aaron Rodgers 10 times out of 10. But it will be a, an awesome game. I still think the Seahawks stink, so I don't I don't think it's been I a great game. I think they stink. And I, I, I thought that before Geno Smith. That definitely made it worse. But like, Nine and eight at best. I think that game will be fun to fun to watch. Probably, yeah, probably. It'll be more fun than when the refs threw the game last night for uh, the Bears. So, oh, Monday night. Sorry, that was bad. It was so that's one fucking of the egregious. Uh, that and uh, not because I'm a Pittsburgh fan, because there was a lot of shit we have to talk about. If we get Aaron Rodgers and we get Russell Wilson this weekend, go Hawks! It is going to be awesome. Is that? That's not the night game. Kansas City and the Raiders was a night game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, that game I mean, would be awesome. Be close now. This is it's just especially if to... one three is in the building and not Brian, Byron Pringle. I'm talking Odell Beckham. That's not. That's not going to happen either way. It is. Bring the blonde hair back. We want it. You want it? I saw a thing. Dwayne Bow, your boy, tweeted out. <laughs> OBJKC, all the letters, right there, like a little acronym. Mm. It's trending in my head. Okay. I'm taking it to the bank. Saints fans, go to sleep. You're not getting Odell. Green Bay and Kansas City fans, 
I'm happy both ways because he, he, he could play for my team or I get to play, see him play for, with Aaron Rodgers, and that'll be fucking awesome. Just just read it out. said the uh, indications are that Odell Beckham's going to take some time to decide his next team and the decision may be a few days away. Tell me he said poor sources. No. Oh. You know why he said that? Because Odell hasn't made a decision yet. Why why people give these motherfuckers platforms, I'm never going to understand it's it. It's the same reason you sit there and refresh Twitter every fucking 10 Well, that's minutes. because it's going to show up breaking uh, ESPN, breaking fucking Odell has they signed gotta, with. They got to put something. I'm fucking sick and tired of it. The team will, would announce it an hour later if y'all would just not need but these the, people. But you to, keep saying that, but they don't. Like they, they would. They utilize. Because that platform will be gone. Of the, but of they the, utilize these platforms so that they don't take 100% responsibility for what it said. If it comes out wrong. Because there's no accountability anymore. Fan, right, but that's, that's, why why this, that's why this thing exists. Because they push this shit out to the media and say, hey, put this out. We need this out. We can't say it because it looks way worse if we come out and say it. If you say it, it looks like you found it. Like The teams this, utilize them just as much as they... This, it's, a, it's a literal relationship, and they say per sources because if they burn their source, they don't get any more information. This is why I back Project Veritas. But I won't talk about Project Veritas because we're a sports show, so we'll stay off of it. Monday night game. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk, we'll talk Monday night, and then we're going to talk another controversy around a pretty well-known running back. The Bears-Steelers game. Bears-Steelers. Should have been a blowout. There's a hair between my toe. It, it was between on its way to being a blowout. And then the Steelers happened. Because you can't, you can't have a fucking calm, easy win. Even even in, like, prime Steelers years, four or five years ago. Somehow, some way, something happens, give you a fucking heart attack. This time, it just so happened to be uh, the officials. And I will our, say, our line somehow got worse at halftime. Fryermuth is fantastic. Pat Fryermuth is top five tight end in NFL. I'm going to say Fryermuth it, and I mean it. is fucking fantastic. I, what, I, I'm on... The Friar Muth train. I immediately, this dude is electric. I immediately thought that's too high. It's not. Like we talked about this with whole where does Kittle? It's Kelsey well, Waller, Kittle, Mark Andrews, and then there's no one else I can think and of. Then I'm and putting Pat recency Frymuth. bias after seeing Friar Muth for the past two weeks look fantastic. Is we'll, Ebron going down? Thank you, Ebron. We'll see if this continues. If it does, I'm putting him over Mark Andrews. Like the the balls that he catches. Andrews has not been fantastic the past two weeks. Don't. There's doesn't make any sense that a tight end should consistently catch those balls. He is athletic as fuck. The whole narrative coming into the season is like he's never dropped a ball in the end zone. That's it why was, when they get around the five yard line, I'm looking for fucking the O as my uh the fantasy footballers that I listen to call him mm-hmm. the Muth. They call <laughs> him the Muth, and they say the Muth is Luth. <laughs> and the Muth was fucking Luth. He was Luth everywhere. All he over was the field. all over the fucking place. I I I had a fucking terrible situation. I lost Derek Henry in a league, so I picked up Demuth. I'm not. I can't do it. I'm not going to get stuck with that. <laughs> I picked up Frymuth, put him in the flex, which I'm not a fan of playing tight end in the flex. Yeah, I can't do. We can't do that in NFL fantasy. It's stupid. We should change that next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for using sleeper. I use a sleeper app in the in the work nope, league. It's NFL fucking fantastic. Forever. It's but way better. I will have a sleeper league next year. But I picked up Frymuth. Touchdown, touchdown. The second one they call that bang bang was stupid. Tight ends should not be out here. He had no business being able people. to fucking maneuver his body that way. And he did it last week with the last touchdown of the game. Yes. It was in the back of the end zone, and he should have not caught that one. Like, Ben is doing everything he can to test that whole I've never dropped the ball shit. I'm starting to feel real bad for Claypool also. He just keeps throwing terrible they balls They keep to him. trying to kill him. This motherfucker keeps saying, like, well, I know like his catch radius is stupid, so in practice I throw him crazy balls to see if he can get him because I know he can. That's fine. Except I'm stop doing it. it in the game. Stop doing it in the game. If you can throw him a good ball, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. Yeah. And so would everybody else. Yes. 
But back to you, what you were saying with the officiating. Oh, Holy fucking shit. Number 59 should fucking sue the league. <laughs> well, He got fu- screwed repeatedly. Repeatedly. He jumps up and does a fucking ninja kick in the air. You, from got, being a, you st- got a hitch kick. Yes, he did a little hitch kick. They threw a fucking flag on him. Well, they threw a flag because he walked over the sideline and stared. I'm not saying that warrants a flag. What I kind of get that one, but... Well, I get it. I get why he did it because he was with Pittsburgh last year. They cut him. But I love they how they don't... Year. Did you see that the NFL dropped a video? From an officiating person talking about why that was a flag. That one is the only one they talked about. They refused to bring up the part where the fucking ref stuck his ass out. Right. And hit him with his hand on the flag like a fucking weapon about to fire it off. Soon as he fucking touched that cheek. See ya. As we call that in military. Sharp. And then they, call, they called the flag on Sexual harassment. It, it obviously looks terrible. And there's no way you can argue that it wasn't intentional that he backed into him. But He literally looked at his peripheral right at him and stuck it out. Now, had he done that and then called him for contacting an official, wherever the fucking rule is, that would have been absurd. But he was going to call the taunting either way. And I say, not to say it's a soft call, but when you come out at the beginning of the season and say it's going to be a point of emphasis, you can't fucking, it's, it's similar to the drug test policy. Like, you get drug tested three months out of the year. Just don't do it in those three months. And don't get me started on the hits Fields was taken. Not the one where he ran the ball and got lit up by Minka. The one where he tried to... That you to were test, a runner. Where he you, tried to test Minka on the sideline. Like, Jesus. And it was it, also dope that he just jumped right up, just went right back absolutely. to the Absolutely. And everybody, I also saw people saying it was helmet to helmet. That motherfucker lowered his helmet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, if an A-list quarterback gets that hit, it's a flag. 10 yes. times out of 10. Yes. Which is unfair. But it's unfair because they also should not get that call. I'm mostly talking about the late hits where he had already thrown the ball and was getting smoked. The one where he smoked from behind was bad. Yes. Did I care? No, because it was <laughs> But, and that game was close enough as it was. Now, I fell asleep. Uh, I was rooting for Bears victory. Yeah, because you want Pittsburgh to fall. But, well, I mean, because that way you can rise back up. In, the, the, in no world are we winning the Super Bowl. As they call it in, uh, what's that fucking, what's that fucking Lord of the Rings? Return of the King. I don't know. Never you let him fall? Oh my God. We talked I about finished this. the third here, one. I, I finished like. it this week. That's the only one I've watched. They're good. When I and like I don't eight. like that fairy tale hocus pocus. I, when I, Guardian Laviosa shit. I don't see, do it. I do like that stuff. I've just, I've never had the time to invest in that. That's an investment. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think I would actually, I have a bad tendency during football games to lay my head down. Well, I'm watching it right here in the bed because kids are asleep. So I can't watch the living room. I watch it in the bed and I put my head just, you know how like you'll scoot down to the bed. You'll put your head on like I put my head on Macy's stomach, start watching the game. I'm out in about four minutes. And I have done it every Sunday night for no fucking reason. <laughs> I'm not learning my lesson. I'm not a napper. I'm, it's not that I'm napping. It's 830 at night. Oh, no, you're going to sleep. I'm tired. I just happen to, sh- like, I don't know what it is. Putting my head down, like, on someone or something. I don't know what it is. I'm out. I'm fucking, it's better than any <laughs> pillow I can find. If I put my head on her stomach, I'm out. But that will not happen this Sunday with the Raiders game. But no, sometimes the refs blew the fucking game on purpose, and there's conspiracy theories behind this. Because the refs... And the Bears don't care about our future quarterback situation. That's what it is. Listen, there's a lot of talk that the NFL got some new partnership deals. Oh, I saw this shit. And uh, my buddy Josh always tries to tell me how this league is rigged. That's why Vegas is always close on spreads and they get this and they get that, whatever. And I always tell him, like, oh, what about all the ones that are fucking way off? There's no way. He's like, well, yeah, true. And then I started seeing some of these calls. And I don't know who the fuck they signed a deal with. I don't know what it was. But I don't know what other excuse there is for the reason that they were calling the game the way that they were calling it. If it was Clearly across, in favor of one team. If it was across the board, sure. But when you have a bad crew on a game, like it's just going to happen. Like, That's a 22-year ref. Hernandez, 
in in the MLB is has been there forever, and he is goddamn awful. Like he calls strikes that are a foot outside the strike zone for no goddamn reason. He's called people out at first that are clearly not. But like, it doesn't look like it was, he it was makes, partial to a team. Last night looked partial to a team. I agree. That's what I'm saying. That game was awful. But to say that they, like they wouldn't just hone in on one game, one team for a week out of the season. Like There's been bad calls all year, but it's not been with the consistency that we saw Monday night. That was fucking terrible. Yeah, it was bad. Like That head official should never be the head official anymore. He should be fired. And I promise you he'll be a fucking ref for a playoff game. Watch. He won't I don't think he'll be the, the head ref, but he may be. I don't know. I don't know how they decide that shit. It was uh it was tough to see. So Real now tough. we're gonna end up with Nevada's quarterback. Thanks, Bears. Well, that's Monday night's game. Mm-hmm. Now there's another controversy that's kicking up now, people. What's that? And I'm not gonna talk about my I try I, I'm terrible at putting my opinions into situations and uh doing what you don't like to do and put myself in a corner. <laughs> and nobody puts baby in the corner, but I feel like you're about to put yourself in the corner. Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. is under some scrutiny. Not exactly himself being scrutinized, but mm-hmm. the the situation around him is being talked about a lot. It's because it's odd. It is odd. You don't see it a lot, but we did see it a lot because we were around a lot of military spouses. Oh no, no. I, like I'm not saying you don't see it a lot. Like it doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't ever make it. To where everybody can see it a lot. So whether it be because people are embarrassed by it or people don't believe it yeah. or what. I had buddies that it fucking happened to, especially in the military. And this person was a military. When I got my our first apartment, when we got to Fort Campbell, it was one of the dudes I was stationed with was down the hall. I didn't know this at the time. Moved in, he saw us moving in. It's like, oh shit, I live right there. Oh cool, whatever. Oh, you told I remember yeah. this. I remember like this. that week we moved in. It's like nine thirty, knocking on the door. Who the fuck? I don't know anybody. I think you're still at JRTC, so I, I literally knew nobody down there. Mm-hmm. It's like, motherfucker. We're about to get robbed. Right off the bat. <laughs> so I go open the door. It was those door. fucking Chargers and Magnums over there on the end of the street, wasn't it? Well, Remember no, those that, Dodge no, Magnums that was, parked that was the townhomes. The dude had matching but reversed <laughs> Dodge Magnums. He, he had black with white everything and white with black everything. It was kind of fucking cool. Also, allegedly had a strip pole in his house, running some kind of racket. We heard, I heard the same thing. But... I did that, like that cornfield that was right by your old place. Oh, yeah. It was dope. Every time I drive over there, just driving through there, quiet as fuck. I loved Tennessee. Oh, I did too. Driving through that area on the way over to your townhouses and seeing that big cornfield or whatever, it was just a little fucking reminder of home. I mm-hmm. fucking loved it. But knock on the door, I open it. It's like, oh, shit. What's up, man? <laughs> Something just flew past the fucking door, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And it's like, oh, it's a candle. She threw a fucking, <laughs> like, this ain't no, like, candlestick. This is a three-wick like Yankee candle in a jar <laughs> launched it from down the breezeway past his head. And he didn't fucking think twice. He was like, can I use your phone? I said, for what? He's like, I gotta call somebody. I gotta go somewhere else. She's freaking the fuck out. I said, where's your phone? He's like, Oh, she's got it. I said, <laughs> that's why it. she's still want a candle. You can use my phone, but you need to step inside before I get a candle thrown at me. That was the first time I'd ever seen anything like so, mil- mil- openly seen it. It, it. Military stuff really tends to, uh, People in poor financial situations make hasty decisions to get married because yes. it benefits them financially. Yes. But but it's also to anyone who is not f- from a military family or was not in the military at all, some of the stories that you'll hear from people like us will blow your fucking mind. To us, it was normal. Like, domestic violence and all that kind of shit was normal. Every week, And it was both ways. Wife and spouse. Or sorry. And husband and wife. Spouses. It was a very fucking common thing. I told y'all about the ABC's double D's. They had to do that for a reason. It was a every fucking weekend thing. And you'd see it next door. You'd hear it the next, the next day at PT from one of your buddies. It was all over the place. And we didn't think anything about it. We were numb to it. 
So when we tell people about this whole, you know, well, military spouses is different. Or you tell somebody, yeah, you know, well, it's not Dakota's situation because he and Emily knew each other before school and stuff. So they've been high school sweetheart stuff. But when I tell somebody, it's like, yeah, I've been married fucking, I've been divorced twice. And they're like, what? (laughs) Yeah, no, you don't understand. This is a fucking very common thing in the military. Like very fucking common. Domestic violence was the same way. Now this Dalvin Cook situation. We need to clear up. Because it's, it's kind of intertwining here. Neither of your divorces were due to domestic violence. Oh, no. So, God, no. <laughs> Jesus so Christ. Clear. Those do not go hand in hand. No, yeah. absolutely not. Proceed. Um, but but uh, apparently, the Dalvin Cook situation, he was a victim of domestic violence over a year ago. Mm-hmm. From And I love how the media doesn't know how to address military people, so they don't, they're confused. And they put out a headline. U.S. or they say, uh, Army Sergeant, Army Sergeant, uh, domestically abused Dalvin Cook. The rank doesn't fucking matter. The rank does not matter. Just say fucking a, a U.S. Army uh, spouse or a Staff Sergeant Robinson. You know what I mean? Like that's how you. That's how you accurately fuck. But th- they don't understand that. And it makes me giggle. It's just a side giggle that I get. But apparently, she. This is according to his attorney, and she also none of the, the cops were never called when this actually happened over a year ago. Mm. Nothing came of it. And now all of a sudden she's trying to sue him for millions. Because he has them. Being from the military, this sounds very fucking routine. But apparently, according to his attorney, Dalvin Cook's attorney, she had an old garage door opener, broke into his house with it. With it. Now, for some reason, Alan Lazar was trending with it as if he was the one that was with him. I don't know who it was. But hmm. said his friend was in the house with him. She broke in, came in with Mace, maced his friend in the mm. face. Yeah. Maced his friend in the face and started swinging on Dalvin. Now he Seem, uh, seems like if you choose to fight an NFL player, maybe mace him, maybe mace the guy you're about to punch. Yeah, just even the odds. Let's Sorry. even the odds. <laughs> Toss down a Mossberg pump. <laughs> uh, that is the other guys, but yeah. So apparently he restrained her and tossed her to the fucking side. Which again, we're not. I'm not condoning it, but in the military, motherfuckers get physical. <laughs> I well, mean, and if someone's actually punching you in the physical. face, I think uh, getting them away from you is acceptable mm-hmm. under any circumstance. It, be mad if you want to. She's claiming that it caused injuries, and she's suing for millions a year later. So yeah. I don't really understand the controversy. Every time I see Dalvin Cook, he's very quiet, looks very calm. Mm-hmm. Even back in his Florida State days, he seemed very fucking calm. I'm not gonna very fragile. Speculate. <laughs> I'm not gonna speculate or anything, but that's what his attorney said. The controversy is some sort of domestic violence, but he is the victim. And of course, Twitter is already trying to say that he beat her up and stuff. Well, and that, like the first person to put that out has to be very careful because yes. if you put an NFL player's name and the word domestic violence, nobody reads the rest. Correct. Our attention span has think, gone to shit because this, of social media. This came out; it's been a thing, and now it's like here recently been like, hey, just so it's clear, like he is the one that was the victim of domestic yes. violence. Just so everybody's aware. That's why and the cops. Now, if you think about it, that's probably why the cops weren't called. Because you're I've, not going to call the cops and say that you got beat up by your ex-wife. Right. But I, I, I feel like, obviously never been in this situation, but I feel like there are far more domestic violence, unreported domestic violence when it goes that way rather than... Out of sheer pride and embarrassment. Right. Yeah, for sure. I knew a lot of buddies that had happened to them and they never once called the MPs or told anybody. I would get a call. I was... A team leader, of course. So I would get a call saying this happened or this happened. Can you come pick me up from here because this has gone down? Yeah, that that was the move. Remove yeah. yourself from the situation. Call your team and leader. That was a lot of the stay somewhere else. The domestic violence 
briefings before the weekend was like it yes obviously don't don't hit your spouse if you get into a situation where you think you're about to get hit fucking leave like just right. remove yourself there's from the no situation. fight or flight in this situation it's flight it's fucking flight get the fuck out go bounce as we say pop smoke as my old team leader will used to say i don't know what it means but he used to say dd mount don't know what that means <laughs> but he used to always say it Yes, that is a, a big controversy going on around right now. I don't think anything they say they don't think anything's going to come of it. But well, it's tough when there's a when there was no police report. Like it's he said, she said, right. His I, friend is going to be vital in it because it's another fucking person. One hundred percent. Me assuming here, I would assume the play here is given that nothing actually happened to her. Hey, remember that video? Assuming. Remember that shit? <laughs> no, I don't. What hmm. the uh, dude that was on? Uh, now he's on uh, Wild and Out. But he used to be the comedy dude, make little videos, asking all them questions. Mm. What? There's so many people on Wild Now that were like, it was back when we were kids. He made weird, this video. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like weird little shit because everybody that I see on Wild Now, like I don't know that person, and it's something like that. Yeah, it was asking all them questions. But anyways, that's side, that's a side story. Yeah, but I feel like the move here is like, well, if this gets big enough and drawn out enough, you get a settlement to keep you quiet. Yep, not gonna happen. Again, there goes my opinions. What else you got? What are you, what are you looking at? Dakota's trying to the, say something, but I don't know what he's trying to say. Cowboys. Last game I got to talk about that happened. I have said for multiple weeks that I think... Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking See, about. See, you do remember that. I would not have tied into that, though. Weird. Mm-hmm. Ca- you know I've said it? for multiple weeks... You don't know how long it was? Mm-hmm. 2012. Yikes. We were... 19. Yes. The... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I said for multiple weeks the Cowboys... Look legit, like could win the Super Bowl. Now this is not like a oh this is our year type of shit. Like they look like they could fucking win the Super Bowl. And then you go, we're gonna talk about a little Denver uh, Dallas game, and here. you <laughs> fucking stink it up against, against the Broncos. Teddy Two Gloves minus Von Miller. The Von the Von Millerless Teddy Two Glove Broncos and Cortland Sutton had one catch for nine yards. Jerry Judy had five fantasy points. Where the fuck did it come from? Melvin Gordon had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater had that 40-yard pass to Tim Patrick. It's about like that fucking Sunday night game with the Rams. I, I mean, it happens. Like, good teams shit the bed. Like, apparently it was rumored that Von Miller threw a Halloween party. Yeah, he always does. And uh, was, since they weren't doing very good, and all this speculation was going on, he, he said he's not going to do it. Mm. Well, then everybody wanted him to do it. So he started Venmo requesting everybody, mm-hmm. including the front office mm-hmm. people. Hey, you want me to do it? I'll do it, but I ain't going to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, apparently he had like wild animals and stuff there. It's well, cool. apparently he's, he's done this multiple years and it's been a thing. This is why uh, Swag Kelly ended up on the wrong couch. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Went to the neighbor's house, passed out, and freaked the fuck out on him, which rightfully so. Yes. If I wake up and somebody's in my fucking house sleep on the couch, we got problems. About like when Tom Brady got his new place in Tampa and uh, he walked into uh, the wrong house <laughs> with all his bags. I wish you would have gave me a fucking signed jersey for that. But, <laughs> but everybody shits a bit every now and then. Last year, speaking of Tom Brady, Bucks won the Super Bowl. They got blown the fuck out by the Saints. Now, Saints then better than Broncos now. Chiefs look hot, go into the Super Bowl, get clapped by Tampa. It happens. Well, it's different when it's in the Super Bowl. You're playing the other best team, supposedly. But middle of the season, it is the Cowboys. They find a way to fuck shit up. They just don't know how to handle success. They start looking like one of the best teams. They start deeming them as one of the best teams, and then they go and just lay a fucking goose egg. Now, the score will lead you to believe it wasn't that bad. It, it was, was that, bad. that bad. It was. That they bad. got their fucking peepees 
smacked by Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy Two Gloves. Mm. And he stinks. At this point, I'd rather have Drew lock in. Their defense looked bad. Their offense looked bad. It was all bad. And it was Diggs that was burned on the Tim Patrick 50-yard touchdown. Because he's Marcus Peters. I said the same thing. Mm. <laughs> mm. Interesting. <laughs> mm. Do I think the Cowboys will make a deep playoff run? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think they're good. They're I don't fine. think this is a year where they're going to win a playoff game and then get smoked. Unless their second game is against the Packers, because then they will get smoked. Yes. Like it is. And may, smoked may be strong. They'll get beat by the Packers again. Like just as sure as everybody seems to be that the Packers will fuck up in the NFC Championship, if the Packers and Cowboys meet, Packers win. That's it. That's all there is to Cowboys it. fans, no reason to overreact. You're fine. You had a bad game. It happens. I mean, there's reason to overreact as a Cowboys I, fan because you've watched it happen so many times. I think the outside world has less reason to be concerned. Cowboys fans, be concerned. It's you. It's it's just it's like Arkansas fan. Broncos fans, you have Teddy Two Gloves. You're going nowhere. You stink. You're going nowhere. So enjoy the enjoy the battle that you won because you ain't winning the war. You better hope you can take that second and third you got from the Rams for Von Miller and package it to get somebody else. Yes. Side note off of that. I knew they didn't have any first-round picks, but for seven years, the Rams don't have another first-round pick. That is correct. Bananas. Yes. Sunday night. Was it Sunday night? Mm. Rams-Titans? Yes, it was Sunday night. What the fuck was that? Boring football game. Matt Stafford throws a pick six, his first drive. Yeah. The Titans even looked fantastic all of a sudden. It looked fantastic. They were a great, a great offense. They just didn't have it. Again, dude, this week, I got my fucking teeth kicked in. The Bills beat the Jaguars. The Jaguars beat the Bills. The See, my brain can't even fucking say it right. Nine There's no way six. that should be real. Nine to six. The Josh Jaguars, Allen, the defender, looked far superior than Josh Allen, the quarterback. Josh Allen. Sack Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Pick Josh Allen. Josh Allen. And he recovered a fumble. Against Josh Allen. Bingo. Josh Allen reigns superior over Josh Allen. Not true, but in that game he definitely did. He How, was like all the fact over. that the Jaguars beat the Bills is crazy enough. The fact that it was nine to fucking six. I have not fuck done, that. The fact that the Bills scored six. I have not stopped my scrutiny of the Rams. What in the fuck was that? I don't know. What are the Titans gonna be that team that is 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 fighting because of Derrick Henry's situation? The is that what they're gonna be? be the team that fuck up everybody's shit late in the season? That's it. They won't do anything. They're going to make the playoffs. Like the Bengals have done it to us in multiple years. We get down to like week 15, 16, and they're way out of it. They've done it to the Ravens too, like the last couple years, where they beat them and knocked them out. Like they've changed the number one seed in the AFC North like three years in a row for a meaningless game for them. Speaking of which, they were the number one seed in the AFC like two weeks ago. Correct. Now they're last in the AFC North. Jesus. I may have deemed them for real too quick. I still think they're good. But Joe Burrow has had like three games now of eh, of just yeah. eh, kind of like Justin Herbert. Eh. Yeah, the Justin Herbert thing's weird. I don't know what's going on. With, I don't know what's going on with the Chargers. I, I don't either. But Rams got fucking beat down like the redheaded stepchild against the Titans. And Adrian Peterson got a touchdown. What to do? <sighs> Who I'm gives a, a shit? Nobody. Nobody. The internet does. They fucking love him some Adrian Peterson. I, I love it. I love some fucking 2012 Adrian Peterson all day long. I love Frank Gore more than Adrian Peterson. No. I I do now. Mm-mm. No, because he's going to be fighting rough and rowdy. Well. Did you see that? We'll see how I did. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I mean, I have no reason to bet against this man athletically for any fucking reason. He's entirely too old to be an effective back in the NFL. He's got he's the Benjamin Button repeatedly. I, I mean, he looks old as fuck. Like, he looks old. Mm. <laughs> but 
like in his innards got Benjamin Button. <laughs> He's got a big heart. Something in there is 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 still going strong. Also, the Niners lost to the Kyler Murray list, DeAndre Hopkins list Cardinals. Mm-hmm. It was the James Conner show. It was. And you know what's funny is when I put my picks in, I was like, I, I picked the Cardinals. And then when they officially announced them out, I said my flip to the Niners. Switch my pick. Common sense would have told you you did nothing wrong. And the people that didn't get the news that they were out left their pick with the Cardinals, and they got the point. So fuck me. Like I said, got my teeth kicked in. I got six games right last week. Six. And Jimmy Grapes is not giving Debo the ball because George Kittle's back. Yeah, I'm pissed, fantasy-wise. Thankfully, I lost, but so did the second or second and third-place team, so I stay first. All is well. <laughs> also, our slightly biased league, we are now fourth. Hey, moving up. We were ninth at one point. <laughs> we are fourth. We are back, bitches. Second half team. Y'all thought you had us. You had, you had us in the first half. half. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but we are fucking back. Whew. What are you talking about now? Oh, I guess we can talk a little UFC. Let's talk a little UFC. A little UF. Nope. It only works with the yeah, NFL. It only works with the NFL. Fucking hell. UFC. Rose Namajunas, still a champ, all is well. Didn't give a fuck what happened outside of that on that card. It was a great card, but did genuinely would have been pleased with anything. I was very impressed with the Chinese girl. She cut her hair short and thought she was going to fucking have some magic power. She it didn't work. She looked very good for a well, little she while. Lo- she is pretty good, but I mean, like... You ain't Thug Rose good. Nope. Can't have it. Now... Won't, won't have it. The most surprising... not. I say the most surprising fight of the night, it was. which went exactly as I expected, was Gaethje and Michael Chandler. Correct. Gaethje beat the fuck out of his face. Yes. And towards the end, literally just beat the face. He put his hands down, and he just ate shot after shot after shot. We're talking Chandler putting his hands down like an idiot. Yeah. Well, he kept giving him the come on, and I get it. Like He's trying to bait Gaethje into it because he's, he's done it before. Like He gets up in the car, and he gets excited. Fine, I'm going to start teeing off. And then he gets caught. Got caught. He not was this not, time. He was not going to have it. When he fought, who did he fight? He fought Tony Ferguson. When he fought Tony Ferguson, he did he beat the fuck out of him. And when he got to his corner, there are rumors of Connor and Tony Ferguson. Connor one. liked the post. I don't want any part of it. He's also been talking shit back and forth with Michael Chandler, which I said after the fight to Bradley because like we've said in the past, like what's the fight for fucking for Connor Diaz? Maybe? No, no. Is Michael Chandler? Because what's I wouldn't the, hate it. Because what's the fight for Michael Chandler now? I like don't know. he lost to the number two guy that everybody knew was going to get a title shot, and. But he's been nothing but impressive in his fights. You want to fucking tell something? Michael Chandler and Connor is I'd the love fight. It. Like I stylistically, love to see it. I would also love to see Patty the Batty against Connor. I mean, my heart would know where to go. Well, welcome because that's that's been me on a few fights here lately. But could you imagine Connor and Patty? I'm taking Connor. Could you but, imagine, lad? <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Can you imagine the shit talk. I'm taking Connor. Like, oh, the shit talking. Oh my god, the press conferences for that would be. Oh my god, it would be just as good as the fight. So, uh, but Patty's only two fights, and he's not going to get a chance at Connor. Right, and there's not many fights at this point that but I would take Connor in. Sick. I would take Connor in that fight just based off of experience. I'd take Connor. I'd take Patty. Not to say that he couldn't beat him, because he absolutely could. You see that hair? Patty <laughs> ain't scared of shit. But Connor and Michael Chandler would be a bloodbath. It would. It would be awesome. I'm all for that. I, I'm assuming Poirier's going to beat Oliveira in December. I was very impressed with Gaethje. Gaethje will fight Poirier, which would be electric. That would be awesome. And then I don't know where you go. I mean, say, like, if Connor beats Michael Chandler, like, this is two losses in a row for Michael Chandler. Connor beats him as three in a row. 
but he's looked impressive. I don't know where he goes. I don't. I if Connor loses, he's fucking. You give him the DS trilogy, and you right off into the sunset. He's done. But that fight was exactly what we thought. Gaethje came out. I I say took away his legs. Like he beat the shit out of his leg, but Michael Chandler kept coming forward and kept getting fucking tagged in the face. Yes, he did rock Gaethje a couple like yes, one good time. There was a there was one point where they were saying he's rocked. I don't ever know when Gaethje's rocked because he just well, ends he, up he getting buckled hit a, a lot. step. That one was where I said, oh, he's in fucking yeah. trouble right now. The one where Michael Chandler was in trouble, and I don't know how he survived it, was when he took that uppercut, and it just sat him down. Like, he sat straight the fuck down. Gaethje got on top of him and started swinging on him. That just reminded me of the Frank Yeager fight. The Frank Yeager fight. Another one. Front kick to the fucking teeth. And the still shot that they have on his face when he kicked him. His face was four inches shorter. shit. His face just retracted into his face. He looked like the character, the old man from Up. And shout out to the broadcast team that was say like he they were talking about it like he was sending that front kick and it's like oh he's sent, he's looking for a knockout with it he's not he's not just throwing it to get his distance he's looking for a knockout and that motherfucker pumped it right up Main Street and put his lights out oh it was like everybody goes to the end of silver front kick like that one rivals it that one was fucking flush it was disgusting but I was very impressed with Gaethje oh yeah dude I don't I don't know what happens. Also, he looked fantastic. Chandler picked up Gaethje and went to slam him, and Gaethje front flipped through it and somehow ended up on his back. You'd love to see that. I do. I, I still, like, I hope you talk about your heart not knowing what to do. Like the Poirier and, and uh, Gaethje, oh, no, the Poirier and Oliveira fight. Yeah. I like both those guys quite a bit. I, I want Poirier to win only because it, it sets up better for Gaethje. Like, I don't know. Gaethje and Oliveira, how that works out. Like, you have two completely different styles. They're both very good at it. If Oliveira can't take him down, he's going to get his fucking teeth beat in, which is probably what, I don't know. I don't know how that goes. But the Poirier and Gaethje fight, it will be awesome. Yes. I think you have to make Connor and Michael Chandler. Could you put that it on gives that Connor, card? No, because I don't know when Connor's coming back. Oh, that's true. I don't know where yeah, he's that's at. that's true. That's true. But he might not be back till next summer, but that could be end up where that fight is. Well, next and, that, and that's the fall. thing is I'm assuming Michael Chandler will fight again before Connor comes back. If he loses again, that's three in a row. You could still give him that fight because it's not like he's beneath Connor at that point. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do with either one of them after that. I don't know, but it's fun to talk about it. It is fun to talk about it. And then and that's what we're going to do for the next several months. Then in the main event, Usman and Covington too. I mean, eh. Colby's face looked like shit. Not as bad as Michael Chandler's face. Michael, The picture of Gaethje and Michael Chandler from the hospital was ridiculous. Gaethje looked totally fine. Yes. Like he just showed up to visit an old friend who just got hit by a fucking truck. Because <laughs> there was one that just got hit by a truck. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know who's going to fight Usman now. Usman's come out talking about fighting Canelo. That's a bad move. Don't do that. Like, Usman has power. You're not going to follow. Con- you're going to follow Connor Steps. And you're fight like you're fighting somebody who is way better at throwing hands than you are. Than than Floyd Mayweather. Oh uh, yeah. Like Floyd Mayweather, you're gonna get your money. You're probably not gonna get hurt that bad because he's gonna just dodge duck dip, dip dive, dive, and dodge. dodge you. Correct. Like he's gonna tag you with some jabs, but that's nothing with with way bigger gloves. It's not, yes. not like you're not used to getting hit in the face. Canelo put your lights out. Now what I'm concerned about is the news that you told me right before we talked about this. What's that? Masvidal. Oh, yeah, he's out for 269. If you haven't seen the card for 269, it's also fucking stupid. And Mazdal not being in it pisses me off. Because I like Mazdal and I'm rooting for his comeback. 
I mean, him. So him and Leon Edwards are supposed to fight on two sixty nine. I don't like Leon Edwards, so I I'm all for it because I like Mazadal. I he's in a similar situation to Connor. Like, who do you give him? He's still a big name, but is he is he still the same guy? Right. Probably what not. is he? Leon Edwards is the perfect matchup. I hate Leon Edwards. I can 100% root for Masvidal. If he beats him, Leon Edwards is good enough that he puts his name right back into the, into the conversation. Him being out, luckily, 269 was so fucking stacked that it doesn't it doesn't hurt it at all as far as my want to to watch it. Like, there's Nunez fighting on that card. You, who, who the fuck is the main event on that card? I went completely blank. I don't know. I don't keep up with it like you do. I can tell you. God five damn seconds. it. But Sean O'Malley's on that card. Cody Garbrandt's on that card. Like all of my favorite people. Valentina. Valentina's on that card. That's the headliner. Um, Hang on. Maybe not. It popped up. Fucking Jorge Masvidal news. Either way. There are. When it showed. When it showed the card at the end of 268. After just having watched that card. Talking about how good it was. The first. The, all five fights on that card. Were awesome. They're so fucking money. <laughs> it is uh, Randy Costa, Tony Kelly. That's not it. Uh, Ryan Hall, Alex Perez. December 11, 269. Yeah, I'm looking at all the all the fights right now on it. Oh, no, you just get to the benefit, the main card. Uh, Sean O'Malley's in it. Yep, that's the first fight of the main card. And then Cody Garbrandt fights right after that. Yep, he does. And then the Masvidal Leon Edwards ain't happening. Amanda Nunez, Dustin Poirier, Oliveira. That's one. Poirier and Oliveira, that's the main event. The Jesus one that we've been Christ. talking about the entire I time. Fucking figure it out. Yeah, so that that's going to be awesome. That card's going to be awesome. It sucks that it's so far away. But what are you going to do? All the fights in between, yeah. All the fights. Now, they're free. I'm going to watch them. But you, you stack these two cards so heavily, so close together, you can't expect the cards in between to be worth shit. Also, shout out to the new Sexiest Man Alive Chiefs fan, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd won Sexiest Man Alive. Dude, they're getting out of hand with this Sexiest Man Alive shit. Like, I'm comfortable enough with myself to be able to identify a sexy man. That's good looking. I wouldn't say sexy man, but I would say that's a good it's looking no man. It's different. You just want to call it something else because it sounds better. That's Correct. what it is. Well, it makes me less uncomfortable. We I don't, Have we talked about it on the show? The <laughs> theory on how you identify? We have not on the show, no. All right, here you go. For all you guys that think you're too fucking masculine to say, <laughs> damn, that's a good looking dude. I'm going to tell you how you know. Go to the movies. Watch a movie at home. Don't care what it is. Dude takes a shirt off or anything. Dude pops up on the screen. Any situation. If you turn and look at your woman, that's a good looking man. It mostly applies when you're physically out somewhere like the movies, like we were saying. You're at the counter. Get yourself a drink. Get yourself some nachos. You see your girl look somewhere, but you see this dude. <laughs> you look over and you're like, that's a good looking dude. She's looking at him too. If, you, if you're in the movies and a guy pops yes. up on the screen and you know the time when all the women in the, in the crowd are like, woo, and you start to hear them. And you look at your girl. Cue the magic mics. That's a good look. That we dude. had to endure with our significant. If you can't say it on your own, your life. that's how you know. But yes. Paul Rudd ain't that. Like, well, he's sexiest man the, alive. The thing is, like, and get I get, over it. I get it. Like, personality plays a big factor in people yeah, and Paul being Rudd's someone awesome. attractive. That's why it's unfair that Ryan Reynolds is as funny as he is. Yes, because he, and apparently he musically is, talented, he is and should be the sexiest man alive every year. Yes. <laughs> this is this is gone fucking like Blake Shelton won it. What the fuck are we? Oh, that's doing? fucking. Nutty. What the fuck are we? We go like. Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, Adam Levine, Blake Shelton. I wouldn't hit it. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I think I would give it to Paul Rudd before Blake Shelton. <laughs> the sexiest man alive. Not give it to them. Oh, I thought you meant it. Nope. I'm not going that far. 
I'm okay with identifying them. I'll not talk about what I would do to them. That's because <laughs> I wouldn't do anything with them. Can't can't get behind that. What? Or in front of it. <laughs> he did it again. Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Inadvertent innuendos all over the place. And we're not homophobic. Get over yourselves. I, no, I just I we just had a whole fucking segment. I'm just saying I wouldn't about, hit it. I, I wouldn't hit it. It's that simple. It's not my type. No. <laughs> oh man, that's too good. But we talked about it through the transition music. And well, we had nothing to do with what we were transitioning to. Little Arkansas basketball. Arkansas basketball. JD Notes a goddamn bucket. Speaking of, you had us there in the first half. You did have us in the first half. Mercer had me scared. <laughs> they could not miss three pointers. When they came out in the second half, did you see their warm up? No. Not a single one of them shot anything in in front of the three point line. They were all just launching up threes because they were making like fifty two percent of them. And I I told you this during the game. I'm not going to overthink it. It's the first game. This team is very fucking good. It happens. And the end, the end, the box score would tell you, well, they did what they should have done. Now, until you, you realize Debo Davis had zero points. When you started off the season last year with like an 80 point blowout, that's what you expected this year in this game. Thank God we won by double digits. Now, at the point that we were down 52 to 51 and Note had 25 points, you can't have that. I love J.D. Note. Yes. He is streaky to the point that you cannot depend on him having half your points. Oh, he got very streaky last night, too. Well, the man, the man's never said The light no to, is always green. He's never said no to a heat check. There are no yellow lights or red lights. It is green. And when I say heat check, usually you come down, hit a three, come down, hit a three, and it's like, all right, let's see what I got. Nope. First one that goes in, heat check. He's coming up next. <laughs> and if he misses it, one more, and he's on fire again. NBA Jam, he's on fire. That's him every time he makes a shot. And I love it. And Mus has told him multiple times, if you want it, take it. He's a volume shooter. He shot a lot last night. Scored a lot of points. And I found it after the fact. Apparently, apparently, speaking of our internet videos, you remember that? What? That little kid with his grandpa when he got interviewed on TV and he kept saying, apparently, no. I've never been on television before. Never seen And it. apparently, he just kept fucking saying it. It's hilarious. Anyway, apparently, he went <laughs> to multiple camps at Mercer and didn't get offered to Mercer. J.D. Note. So, this yep. was a... Yep. This is a revenge game of sorts. I'm going to show you what you missed out on. Yes. And he did. And he single-handedly kept us in the game for quite a while. He did. Um, yeah, he had 30 points. He was 11 for 26. 5 for 14 from threes, which you hear and you're like, eh. That's still fucking for 36%. Arkansas, that's for, 36%, and that's good. For Arkansas, that's so fucking money. That's the only thing I took from last night is we still, as of last night, I don't see that we have a guy. Every team we played in... in if you want to narrow it down to just a tournament, every team we played against, if somebody caught the ball on the wing and it's open, it was like, fuck, that's in. We don't have that guy. There's nobody on our team that if they catch it wide open, like, that's fucking money. No. Could be. Could, Could be not okay. be. Could not be in. Yes. But. I want to. The, the, uh, the plus side for us is that we are not a live by the three, die by the three team. Like, there's a lot well, of teams. Well, clearly not because we shot 28% and won by 14 points. Right. But that's, but that's the thing. There's several teams that if they get cold from three, they're fucked. They're not going to win. We can find it other places. Our defense was impressive. It was impressive. We created a lot of turnovers. And it's only going to get better. Um, We also out-rebounded the fuck out of them. 22 for them. Rebounds, we had 35. And Muss is a big-time fundamentals guy, so you know he loves to see that. And now, I, am, I am also all the way in on Chris Likes. I, he is so fast. He is fast as fuck. Like get, and thought, he is so good with the handles. At one point in the end of that game, Chris Likes, there was like two minutes left in the game. He came down to the elbow three-point line. Musk, like he's just dribbling the ball out, dribbling, dribbling the clock out, whatever, whatever. Musk literally walks up next to the court and was like, all right, now do it. And he just fucking starts globetrotting on these motherfuckers. <laughs> zooms sizzle. right by him. Foul. I mean, it was just, uh, you want me to go now? All right, here I go. Like, holy just, shit. Just, just say when. 
crossover, cross, crossover, hezzy, crossover, crossover, did not get you last time? Here it is again. And foul. I was watching the game on my phone for the second part because I, I had promised to play Rocket League with a two-year-old. But I was watching on my phone, so it was a little bit little bit glitchy. I was watching it every 10 Mine seconds kept in, getting blurry in on me. 480p. But it he was so fucking... At one point, he cut it in the corner and drove the baseline, and it was so fucking fast, I thought that my froze. phone had froze and then sped back up. Nope. That was regular it time. It was live. Yep. Real time. And Adeus Tony, the transfer? Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very fucking good last night. Uh, what did my boy have here? He had... Uh, where he at? Where he at? Where he at? Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. He had 18 and 11. Speaking of where to go, my favorite part of the game? What? Somebody I did not see. What? Connor Vanover. Oh, you're... Because he's on the bench. You're correct. Where he belongs. Every time it showed his face, <laughs> I wanted to turn the TV off. I kept thinking, oh my God, are they doing that because he's going to check in? Thank God it didn't happen. Now, the, we, we got we got more KK size. K.K. Robinson and Devo Davis are going to get... They're going to get there. Don't worry about it. We got more size on the team this year, so I don't think we will be as dependent on putting him in when we're getting out-rebounded or things like that, or we need, you know... He will get three rebounds. Defense. Do not put him in. I mean, Chris Chris likes brings the average for the team down in height. You're correct. But overall... We got some bigger bodies. Absolutely. I'm excited for the season. Hopefully, we start blowing some motherfuckers out before we get to SEC play. We had this result, and Devo Davis and KK Robinson had no points. That's not going to happen often. And we still fucking clapped them. Don't worry about it. We're going to be fine. KK and Devo are going to get going. Uh, other standouts from the game, I was very unimpressed with Jalen Williams. I'm going to say it. Yeah. I and We say the unpopular here on this show. We're not coming at him personally. It was just a, again, I was not super impressed with him last year. He, he's very offensively limited and defensively a little bit slow on the, they're, they're setting low picks and trying to bring him off of him and, and get him lost in between. And it happened several times. Uh, there's not many, really my, many things he can, he can, he can rebound. I mean, we, he can my do that. My hopes for him is that he turns into like a kind of a Gray, Draymond Green role. That'd be fantastic. Like, not expecting much did from you see the behind the back pass he had? I did. That shit was sexy. It was. I also saw behind the back pass that went out of fucking bounds. But but the one he had underneath the goal where he did it right over his shoulder, no look, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. And he did have eight rebounds and five assists. I'll take that all day long. Like, everybody likes him. If he can get stronger on defense and just be the energy guy, yes. fucking play him. I don't. We got enough We got enough fucking studs yes. that you need that guy. And he can be that, and I hope he gets there. 30, 30 minutes with four points and one for four, I'm not going to, no. I'm not calling him out. I'm just, I, I was not very impressed. And he was very hyped up going yeah. into this season. I, I've never been huge on him. He, he seemed, I'm hoping that with the big names we have coming in, some of the spotlight will come off of him. Well, Jordan Walsh will do a little bit of that, too, that whenever happen. he gets here. Oh, my God. Speaking of Jordan and Walsh, we get Nick Smith too. In, that's the thing. The fact that he didn't sign during the early signing or whatever and doesn't plan to, all the Alabama fans are like, see, he told you. Really? So he's coming to Alabama. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> he's fucking coming to Arkansas. Let him take his goddamn time. He's been dealing with some shit, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. But I Ar- tried to keep my man from playing fucking high school basketball. Give me a break. Grow up. North Little Rock is going to fuck everybody up, and they know it. Oh, those crowds will be fucking outrageous. Oh, yeah. Everybody will be. If it's not the I still same have game, Anthony Black on the team, too, and we're still trying to get him. Let's come on and fucking figure that out. Okay, talk to your boy. Maybe, the shirts maybe that what? he hasn't signed yet because he's waiting for him to say, I'm in, too. Let's sign together. That's what it is. That could be. That's what it is. That is going to give Alabama fans enough hope. Oh. Because they did get a 
another big name today. And now they have the, I think it's the number three recruiting class now. Yeah, don't care. They're dead. And Kentucky got a huge get, and they are now number one. Damn, don't so, care. They're dead. They're all fucking dead. They ain't going to hold fucking candle to blue pigs. That guy against our team. Yep. I'll take, our, I'll take Arkansas. Note, Devo, KK, go get him. All right, you got it. I'll, I like my odds. You want to pay attention to those guys and Chris likes one-on-one? Take it all day. Yep. Uh, Quick pre-cap for Saturday. Okay. Super quick. We got a night game in Death Valley. We do. The fact that Arkansas two years ago was like yep. a 48-and-a-half-point underdog. And now we are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Crazy. It, yes. It's crazy for multiple reasons. One, like I just said, we were huge underdogs two years ago. Two, because the whole Death Valley night game used to be a death sentence. Like, you were not coming out of there with a win, no matter what. Well, the way that they played Bama last week, granted their offense sucked, but the way they played Bama close is going to lead a lot of people to think that they're going to feel they're going to fucking be right there oh, with us. Oh, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, it will be. It no matter what. Is. Even when they're the number one team, number six team, number eight team, and Arkansas comes into town, they know what the fuck that means. It's going to be a three-point night tonight, fellas. And the boot's coming back to Fayetteville. And the boot's going to come right back here to Fayetteville. Uh, and we're going to win our seventh game, and that is a dinner Missouri. that Derek owes me. Derek, get ready to cash in. This is about to be our seventh win. That is a dinner of my choice. And Oklahoma State is clearly going to have a better record than Iowa State. So, second dinner. Enjoy it. I will enjoy it. I'll tell you that. As you were saying. Missouri. I love being right. And the Battle Line Rivalry Trophy. Take notes. Yeah, this drink is wits. what it looks like. Take a look, Drinkwitz. LSU, Arkansas, and that beautiful fucking trophy mm. is what it looks like. That battle line rivalry bullshit is just a piece of metal, as Rob Manfred would say. Just a piece of metal. The boot means something. Oh, baby, does and it? It's going to look real fucking good coming back to Fayetteville. Mm. I also love to watch LSU night games. We are also. It's very similar to the Penn State night it's games. It's so sick. It is. It, it means it's even better getting to see the Razorbacks trot out there in the middle of it. And they're going to be very Used unhappy. to love watching Les Miles come out there, pick up some grass, nibble, nibble on it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Got to get the feel for the that, field. That was, that was a thing. It, but it was a major part of his strategy. I did see CBS came out with their bowl project, pred, predictions. and Breaking news. You have uh, actual breaking news? No, oh, yeah, yeah. What? So Dalvin Cook's girlfriend put out a picture of a conversation between him and her. Uh, it's pretty bad. So it's a, this is from Dalvin Cook. Alleged, I mean, this it's got his name on it, but this could be doctor, whatever. But this is out. It says, I know what I did can't be rewound. Just want you to know, I'm sorry I love you so much despite thinking, despite you thinking I never do or never did. Whatever you need, I'm here for you, blah, 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 blah. Her response was, Dalvin, my face is so messed up right now. I probably won't be able to go home and see my family for Thanksgiving. He said, I know, and I'm sorry for that. Situation got out of hand from the jump. Can you come back? And there's pictures of her. I'm going to show you. It doesn't help you listening, but. Yep. Not good. That's not great. So, turns out, maybe more to that story. I assume we'll find out rapidly what the situation is, which is going to look way worse for Dalvin having played the victim if this is the case. Yikes. Not good. Not good at all. Anyway, bold prediction. Well, with that being said, let me. Go over here. I already know. Fucking Derek picked <laughs> him up in um, my main league here. Let me drop this motherfucker and pick up Dalvin Cooks. Okay. What happened? Trying to pick up Madison? Yeah. Smart. It says, oh, 
Hold up. Anyways, uh, the predict the predictions for the bowl game that Arkansas is going to play in because we will definitely be in one because we will be in one, and it showed us in the Music City Bowl according to CBS, Music City Bowl against Penn State. Oh boy, that would be interesting. Which would also give uh, Sam Pittman, I believe, it's one hundred twenty five thousand dollar other bonus if we make it to a New Year's uh, New Year's Six Bowl. Is that a New Year's Six Bowl? I don't think it was a New Year's Six Bowl. I think it was a. I think it said something like anything past the first of January bowl games, like the good ones. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it said. Oh no, no, no! It was like the Music City Bowl, the the Fiesta Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, the Belt Bowl. There was like specific ones, like the good ones. And that was one of them. Yeah, he already hit another. He hit like two of the bonuses this last week for winning like six games. Was one of them because bowl eligible. He he ended up making like three hundred something thousand dollars just over the weekend for the wins. Like, hey, fuck him. yes, and him. he deserves all of it. Absolutely, he's a fucking man of the people, and he has Arkansas. Just support him the entire way. The way that he Penn is State Arkansas started off the season that would be huge to get matched up against him in a bowl game. Yeah, that'd be fantastic because I hate that other Franklin's guts. Michigan State shit in the bed. Also, brought that back into conversation. We could still end up with Michigan State. I would with, rather I would rather play Penn State. I think at this point. Michigan State, from a stance of trying to win, obviously. Agreed. But any any big-name team that's been notable for the majority of the season, I'm in. Agreed. You got any other crazy, uh, any any other bowl predictions you've seen? Um, not any other bowl predictions. Um, For this weekend, what was it? There's another really good game that I'm, I want to talk about. Texas A&M and Ole Miss. Mm. It's in? College Station? No, Oxford. Oh, best college town in the country. That's in the college town. I'm taking Ole Miss. Uh, Texas A&M's two and a half point favorites. I'm taking Ole Miss. General's bet. General's bet. All right, you got it. That game will be awesome. Matt Crowell did not look fantastic last game. He did have 300 yards, but only one touchdown. And um, who did Texas A&M play? They played Auburn, and they beat the fucking brakes off them. Yes, they did. Bo Nix turned back into a pumpkin. Now, how about that? How about this? We have one more from the SEC, too. But go okay, ahead. you go ahead, because this is kind of separate. What was the other game? What the fuck happened to Florida? Dan Mullen's fired. 40-10 to 10 <laughs> against South Carolina as the San Friday Night Lights? Hell no. Oh, my God. By the, time I, by the time the score got out of hand, there was no point in turning it on. No. Jesus. They go from losing to Bama by fucking two. Mm-hmm. To wow. getting blown out by South Carolina, correct? Demo blown the fuck out. Yeah, forty to ten. That is a Alabama versus some directional school score. Correct. Damn, one's fucked. Also, college football playoff committee suck a fatty. They are screwing Oklahoma. We talked about it before. Mm-hmm. They still kept them at eight. I have a bone to pick here. How's Michigan number six? Because Ohio State's ranked high. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. They're going to uh, keep that as high of a matchup as they can going into that game. Michigan State fell to seven from losing to Purdue. They fell from three to seven. To validate Michigan being six. Correct. This is a fucking oh, there, joke. There's, politics should not be mixed into sports. There's 100% politics mixed into it. There's money it's mixed bullshit. into it. bullshit. Anything that makes that much money, there's going to be politics. And I'm an OU hater. And they're getting shit on because I like Caleb Williams. 
also makes me like him even more that Rattler's bench and they look good because <laughs> I hate fucking Spencer Rattler's guts. Yeah. Uh, how does how does um how does College Game Day head on over to Tulsa and Cincinnati to broadcast Cincinnati is this wagon that needs to be in and they win by six against three and five Tulsa. How does College Game Day go to Cincinnati and Tulsa and not Arkansas and Texas? <laughs> or after that, Arkansas and Texas A and M in fucking Jerry World. Is there a better backdrop for College Game Day than well, fucking a, Jerry World? That was a different week. I don't care. I'm not saying instead of that game. I'm saying how do they justify going to that game and not those two games? I don't know. How how is okay? For instance, what you're what you're getting at is what I wanted to also speak on. Um, they could have very well went to what? Old Miss and A&M. Oh, last week. Yeah, last week. Tennessee and Kentucky would have been great. Texas A&M and Auburn would have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's really the only ones that were worth shit. I would have said Arkansas Mississippi State would have been good, but they're broadcasting for the fucking playoff teams right now. Right. It's annoying as fuck. Um, and Cincinnati wins, but by six, and they move up to five. People had them dropped, but yeah, I get what you're saying. What? I don't. I don't understand. I just don't get it. I'm looking at these rankings. What the fuck is this? Because somebody, if somebody, Wisconsin six and three, and they're 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 eighteen. If somebody drops ahead of them, you're going to have to justify somebody jumping them, even though they won. So I I get what you're saying, but the the Oklahoma State at eight and Michigan State dropping to seven is more alarming than them moving up. And Oklahoma State moving up one to ten. Yeah. I'm assuming that's because they have enough problems trying to figure out who's going to be and they don't need to add another team to the mix. It's very fucking annoying. I don't think Oklahoma should be in the conversation for playoff team, but you don't need to put them up there to give them any reason to be pissed about it. And North Carolina also pulled off a pretty sick upset last week, too. So what about this? Over number nine, Wake Forest. Auburn lost. Mm-hmm. So A&M has how many losses? Texas A&M? Three. They have two. Two? Okay, so if they... I don't know who they have in the main schedule. If they lose... They're playing Ole Miss this week. Okay, so say they lose to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. They have three losses. Ole Miss, Prairie View, and LSU. Okay, so say they lose to Ole Miss. That's the only one they're losing. Yeah. They have three losses. We beat Bama, which would insinuate that we went out. We uh, have, we have you a, already lost me, but go ahead. We have a win over Bama. They have a win over Bama. We have a win over them. Auburn lost to A&M. We beat A&M. But lost Auburn. We beat Ole Miss. Bama beat Ole Miss, but we would, in this situation, beat Bama. But we lost Ole Miss. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But their record would be the same. They have the tiebreaker over us. You're trying to say not, we win the West. Is, I'm saying, is there a route that we get there? We would have to beat Bama, Ole Miss lose to A&M. We'd have to get Ole Miss has to beat A&M, give them no. three losses, and then Ole Miss lose the next week, whoever they play, because A&M's not losing the game after Ole Miss. Well, we know, we know Ole Miss has to play what? They have to play Mississippi State. They could lose that game. And Vanderbilt. They're not losing that game. And Texas A&M. They, so could, we, they could lose this one. If they lose this one and then happen to lose against Mississippi State, then yes. As long as we went out and beat Bama. Because then that would put A&M up. We already beat A&M. We have the tiebreaker. We both have three losses. Boy, that would be a turn of events. Yeah. How the turntables. Whew. 
I don't think that's ever going to happen, but uh, we were supposed to precap this week, but we got off on a tangent, and I don't remember what other good games. Georgia and Tennessee is clearly the fucking standout to me. Georgia's 20-point favorites, and I'll take I'll take plus 20 all day long. Absolutely. Tennessee's will, offense is fucking good. Will they score twice? Who? Tennessee. Yes. Before garbage time. Yes. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. All right. What do I, we what do we consider garbage time? Garbage time being once they're down by 30. down by twenty one points and okay. there's four minutes left. Okay. Whoa. Okay. I'll take it. That's garbage time because there's nothing you can do right there. To, that's not. I mean, change if you're down by twenty one points, okay, I'd say twenty one points of two minutes. That's worse. No, twenty one points of two minutes. There's no amount of anything you could do. It's fucking over. You ain't coming back against Georgia defense down twenty one and four minutes left. No. We're sticking with four. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll take plus twenty all fucking day on that. Mm-hmm. Purdue, Ohio State. That'll be a little spicy. It's in a. It's in the horseshoe. It's not going to be spicy. OSU's by twenty. We're saying it's going to be spicy because the Mississippi, the Michigan State game. It ain't going to be spicy. Yeah, I just don't. They're going to know if Ohio State can beat Purdue by twenty. That, well, maybe not twenty. But that's the spread. I take it. I might parlay the spreads on those two. Uh, Texas A&M and Ole Miss, fantastic. Texas A&M being favorite. If you're high on the Ole Miss lane train dick, go ahead and jump on that. I'm not. I I'll think those Texas teams are close A&M. enough that I'm going to give it to the home team. I'm going to take Texas A&M. All right. Well, we have a gentleman's bet already. We do. Uh, NC State and Wake Forest. I don't care. Now, that game you're talking about is a little tricky. It's Notre Dame and Virginia. In Virginia, tough crowd. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame is favored by five and a half. I think I take Notre Dame in the points. I'll give the points to take Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. But it could be interesting. NC State and Wake Forest is going to be awesome. It's a pretty much a pick em. It's one and a half. Wake's way. I'll not watch that game. I, know it's a ranked I, I won't matchup, either. But I'm not I don't it. watch that shit. It's mostly SEC that I peep. That's about it. Uh, I will watch TCU Oklahoma. I will watch TCU Oklahoma State. That's what I meant. Yes. Even though TCU is four and five, and Chad Morris, the son, apparently knows more about playing football than he does. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. Oklahoma State's favored by thirteen. I think I would probably take. I would probably take TCU plus thirteen, but I'm gonna take Oklahoma State winning. I agree. Um, Oregon, I don't know how they're third, but they got a stupid game against Washington State. They better State. beat Nobody the cares. fuck out of Washington State. And Michigan, also a shocking game. That's a, another pick them unranked Penn State, but they got their quarterback back against Michigan. That's going to be awesome. That will crush Michigan's playoff dreams. You think so? I think. You call Penn State? I'll t- I call Penn State right now. I think Penn State, but I think if. Wide it out again. If uh, Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't care if it's a noon game. You have to fucking watch it. I out. can't stop thinking about Dalvin Cook fantasy. Derek picked up Madison this morning. Bro. Problematic situation. Madison is, the, we've talked about it, the most reliable handcuff you can have in fantasy. Absolutely, and I held him for six weeks. There's no fucking... Until I got tired of it. No drop-off at all. No. Matter of fact, you could say better, because there's no fear of him getting broken in half during a game. Yes. Uh... Arkansas LSU is the matchup. Oh, shit. I forgot um, about even talking about that because we obviously. talked about it already. Uh, Mississippi State goes to Auburn, too. That'd be interesting. Will be interesting. Auburn could spiral. I don't know if they lose that game, though, at home. I'm not saying they should, but I wouldn't have guessed they would have got shit pumped by Texas A&M. Minnesota get, at Iowa is also exciting. Yeah, row your fucking boat down the river. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michigan State plays at home against Maryland. Who cares? That's about they're, it. They're gonna they were gonna fuck up whoever they played this week anyway. After that game last week, I'm very enticed 
by the Michigan Penn State game. Same. What time is that? Oh, game? Oklahoma plays Baylor. That'd be good. What time In is Baylor? The, what time is the Penn State Michigan game? It's Eleven o'clock. Oh, start the fucking day off with that. However, at the exact same time as Oklahoma Baylor, so I have to flip around a lot. I will be flipping, but I will spend the majority of my time on Michigan and, and Penn Mississippi State. State plays Auburn at the same time. Yikes! God damn. Then two thirty, we get Georgia Tennessee. It's in Tennessee, also, mind you. Mm-hmm. I will take plus twenty all fucking day on that. Mm. Check our end zones matter. You're taking Tennessee? No, 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 not to win. I'm taking plus twenty. Oh, I don't think they cover. Um, Georgia no. ain't covering. I think they might. Give me the points. I'll take Tennessee. With as hot as Tennessee nope. has gotten in the last few weeks, this is a good time for Georgia to be like, hey, we're still that fucking team. But they're not. Beat the piss out of them. Nope. We'll see. Not 20 point better. Purdue, Iowa State, sick. Texas a and Miss, You want to just scrap sick. it and take gentlemen's points, gentlemen's bet with the points? I'll take sure. Georgia to cover. You take, all right. Yeah, absolutely. Rejuvenated gentlemen's bet. Yeah. That's, other than that, that's about all I got. Well, we got to talk about a couple things real fast. Okay, hit it. The Jokic and Oh, that Morris. was so fucking awesome. Wait, well, give me your thoughts first. Morris Brothers. Heed my warning. <laughs> you fucking do not want that smoke. Jimmy Butler, you are so fucking fake tough, it's hilarious. <laughs> you were two feet from Jokic when it happened, and you did nothing. It took you being 94 feet away from him before you want to start talking that talk. <laughs> and I promise you, those Serbian brothers... Do That's not care about, about security. He knows they will come on that court and beat your fucking ass right there knows in the game. What Marquise Morris seems to not know. I don't actually want. I'm a sticker for a teammate. I don't actually want to deal with that shit. All, so, w- what's your thoughts on the on the incident itself? They created a Twitter just to respond. The Jokic brothers. They have a Twitter now. I don't think they need to. Twitter responded for them with every fucking person that knows anything about their situation. They said something like Jimmy Butler, leave it to what it is. It was squashed right there. You better keep our mouths out of your. Out of your name, or our names out of your mouth. Our mouths are not in your name. <laughs> you better keep our name out of your mouths. Drop it. Talking about meet me back here in the tunnel. But run it, run They're it. They're probably already there. He probably went through the away Jimmy, tunnel. I don't think you even want Nicola. I don't even think you want those problems. And he's the soft one. <laughs> I don't think you do. But your thoughts on the boy is doing what he did. <laughs> Listen. Do you think it's dirty? No. Okay, good. Here's the problem. Not the problem. Here's the thing about that, the Morris brothers. The Morris brothers are known for doing if dirty you shit. you fucking act like that, same with Vontez Perfect. What Juju did to Vontez Perfect, dirty block. But it, it righted the karma ship. Right. Of what like when was Vontaze coming Burfecht back to you. Goes out trying to fucking, in, in those days, roll Le'Veon Bell's ankle every chance he got, decapitate Antonio Brown. He got fucking smashed, and all the Bengals fans like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. That's how it goes. That's what you fucking get. It's and what they call in the office, tit for tit. He called his bruff. He did call his bruff. And he and I, I do hate that afterwards. He's like, oh, somebody showed it to me. His head snapped back. I do feel really bad because Jokic came out and apologized yeah, for I know. Fuck that. Because he was told to. Right, but fuck that. They do that shit Cause all as soon the as fucking happened, time. Remember the, remember the video of him? Uh, I don't remember who it was walking him down. The dude that came up on Jokic in a different game. Came up on him from a foul or whatever and got in his face. And Jokic, just, it was Booker. And Book, and he just walked Booker's motherfucking Not ass all the way down to his bench. Just looking down on him. I fucking promise you, you don't want it. <laughs> Morris Brothers, you dirty motherfuckers have been known to do some fucking stupid shit and try to pretend to be tough your whole careers. Especially Markeith. Especially Markeith. The Clipper Markeith. Now, 
You put elbows in the motherfuckers' backs. You push off. You kick people. You stick your knee out. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to play the victim? Fake tough. Did you and see? that is the problem with social media. Y'all motherfuckers, like Mike Tyson says, social media got y'all thinking. Social media? Yeah. Social media <laughs> got y'all. Uh, what, is he, what did he say? Uh, social media has got y'all numb to the fact. or well, God dang it. I took a picture of the stupid thing because it was hilarious and it's perfect. Um, did you hear what Shaq and Charles Barkley said about it? Mike Tyson said, social media made you all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. <laughs> and that's a fucking fact. And the Jokic brothers will eat your face. You don't want that. But no, I did not see what Charles and them said. I'm sure it's fucking very hilarious because Charles Barkley is the biggest piece of fuck. Sha- Sha- Shaq was talking about how basically what we were just saying, like yeah. you walk around being the tough guy, yeah. it's going to happen to you. Charles Barkley said, I dare you to found me that hard and turn your back on me. See what happens. <laughs> Which, so they both get it. Yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah, you try that shit all the time. I don't you care can't if you're looking at me or just not. Just turn and fucking walk. Like and it's that, called getting snuffed. That is the height of NBA fights. So you get shoved hard to the ground, and he meant every bit Jokic of that. Jokic meant every bit of it. Every bit of it. But to do to do that, like obviously intentional, and then turn your back immediately. You're just assuming he's not going to do shit. And when he did shit, now he's a piece of shit. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, it's flopping in a fight, and it's bitch made, and he got checked for it. I love it. And don't. I'm telling you, we remember the video that went around last year with the Suns when the brothers were about to fucking climb over that rope. <laughs> yes, they were. I'm telling you. They were calling Suns and Four Guy. you talking about meet me in the tunnel, run it. Ooh. Jimmy, you better close your fucking one, mouth. One Serbian brother against Suns and Four Guy. Not both. It's not Pummel fair. Pummel. Probably. By Serbian. Probably. Those dudes don't don't play fake tough. Now, Suns and Four does not either. No, but the, the, At least the Denver moment, fans did not. The Denver fans did play fake tough. Correct. They are on Twitter, and they're the ones that are talking shit to everybody. And they tried to roll it over in real life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. What does work is you guys sharing the fucking show. It does okay? work. It works. And we would appreciate it greatly. We already can't appreciate you enough for even listening to us. Just Not so sure. you know, I did put SBS on my car today. It is. So if I'm if I'm putting that out there, driving it around, I need you guys to share it. Yes. We need y'all to tell your friends. Dakota and Tyler need y'all. Slightly biased need y'all. That's all they got. That's all I got. Tune in on, well, whenever there's an episode, you know what? Turn your fucking notifications on. Then you know if when you there's one. If you turn the notifications on, you can avoid all this. We Man. got a lot of stuff coming in. I got I got Macy's mom coming in uh, this Friday for a week. Yay. Got that happening. <laughs> uh, we're going hunting this weekend. So he's we'll going to, hunting. We'll have to figure something we're, out yeah, here. We're going to we're gonna have to work around this schedule. But if you turn notifications on, you'll be the first to know. Goodbye. <laughs>